So hi, one of the Good Rise Podcast. I'm Shane. I'm Glory. And we're here with Ben Walsh from the band Tiger's Jaw. Uh, we're gonna ask him some questions today. I'm gonna start. Uh, so what inspired the creation of the band and what does the band name mean? Um, so we grew up in a really small town, Scranton, Pennsylvania. And uh, it's sort of like the kind of place where if you want something going on, you kind of have to make it happen for yourself. Um, so there was this really cool music scene that was kind of born out of not having much else to do. Mm -hmm. Um, when I was probably around 14 or 15, I, uh, I went and uh, saw my cousin play in a band and was like, I want to do that. Like, that looks amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, it just was like this really cool, uh, like local show with all local bands. And it was sort of like like a like a music scene kind of mixed with an art scene and mm -hmm. uh it was just like really different sounding bands and uh it was just like this is so cool how so many different types of art can be all included in the same show and like so there was this just existing sort of cool underground music scene in scranton and i just wanted to be a part of it so uh i had you know met some other people who were you know starting bands and stuff and uh my my friend adam uh you know was was kind of like uh I, I don't know if he had just quit or, or was like you know slowing things down with a different band and he was like i have these new songs i want to work on um and it sort of just all lined up at the same time so we got together and we started tiger's jaw um one of our big influences at at the time and and kind of forever is uh phil elvram of mount erie the mm -hmm. microphones and uh, the the band name comes from a, a lyric from a microphone song. Okay. What, what song? Yeah. Um, I forget the I forget the actual song name. the The lyric is "Living, loving, raw in a tiger's jaw." Oh, okay. that's pretty sick. All yeah. right. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. Mm -hmm. uh, so, congratulations on your newest release. I won't care how you remember me. How do you felt the response Thank to it you. so far? Of course. Um it's been really great i think it, it's so strange to put out a record and not be able to play shows not be able to yeah. like kind of connect with the live audience but i mean if if we're judging on response on like social media and stuff like that it's been really really encouraging and really flattering um so it's been fun and an interesting new experience to uh release an album in the midst of a global pandemic so Definitely. we can cross that one off the list. Definitely. <laughs> Hopefully that you don't have to do that again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't, don't want to do it again. No. No. <laughs> no? Uh, so you guys did a bunch of live stream shows through like record stores and whatnot. What was that experience like? Um, it, it was cool. Like we, we've always sort of tried to embrace like the, the two sides of the live performance where we can do kind of like the loud full band rock thing and also mm -hmm. kind of like strip things back and do them like sort of quiet and acoustic. And when, you know, when the, uh, when the band was just Brianna and myself for, you know, for a couple of years, we did a lot of that. Um, and then now that Colin and Teddy are officially in the band, we wanted to sort of still keep that side of it up. Um, mm -hmm. we, we love like the, the smaller sort of intimate acoustic shows. And it, it's just like, kind of like most of the songs start, that way when they're being written so it's cool mm -hmm. to like pull everything back and kind of like play it in that in that same sort of like uh like early stage of it Definitely. um so it was cool like 
um, it's it's strange because you're talking, you know, you're talking to a computer, you're mm -hmm. you're performing in front of a computer, uh, and you're like, well, on the other end of that, there's people all over the place that are watching this, mm -hmm. um, and it's just like kind of a surreal thing. But uh, but at the end of it, we were doing like Q and A stuff as well. Mm -hmm. With uh, with the after the performance. Um, so we had a really fun time. It, it was also really just nice to have the band in the same place because mm -hmm. uh, over the last year and a half, I think there's only been maybe four times that we've all been able wow. to be together um, for like music music videos yeah. and streams and stuff. Because I live in I live in Philly. Uh, Brianna and Colin both live in like northeastern PA, and Teddy lives in uh, like outside of Detroit. So we're kind of all spread out just a little bit. Okay. Just a little yeah. bit, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh and then you guys also got to do like just an album release show like on youtube full band kind of thing what was that like putting that together uh that was so much fun um we we all got together like you know got tested made sure like made sure everybody was available for like this week and a half where we we just like all got together got some of our friends from our hometown together put together like this really great crew of like uh you know people to work on the video and production end of things and people to work on the audio um and uh so we first got together and did a music video for one of our new songs mm -hmm. and then while everyone was still together and using the same sort of like video crew we we filmed like the whole playthrough so we were like let's pack as much stuff into this one time that we can all get together yeah. as possible and um, the, the playthrough was so much fun. Um, we worked with a local all ages venue who, um, you know, obviously hasn't been able to be open at this time. And uh, he allowed us to come in and transform the whole space. And we built out like the whole set. And um, it was, it was just really fun to get to kind of, you know, perform all the songs all yeah. together like we've never really actually done that as a band and like you know put out a record and then just played the whole thing mm -hmm. and i think early on when we were talking about what we wanted to do when the record came out kind of in a pre-covid world we were like we want to do um like the week the week the record comes out let's mm -hmm. do you know sort of like those in in-store performances at some different record stores mm -hmm. um but then at night we'll do like a secret really small show somewhere else in in that city and like play the record front to back so yeah. obviously that that wasn't possible but we sort of did our own digital version of that yeah definitely Will that guys... sounds so sick sorry <laughs> no. will you guys ever like finally do that when the world opens back up and do like an in-store then play the record through for some smaller shows i hope so i mean i don't know exactly what things are going to look like when the you know the, the touring world sort of opens back up mm -hmm. Um, I imagine it's going to be every band ever just like rushing to try yeah. to like secure any sort of room that they can play in. But uh, I think it'll be a little saturated for a while, but we're eager to get back to it as soon as it's, you know, safe and, and, you know, able to, I think the first round of shows that are getting announced kind of like now, everything feels a little soon. Um, mm -hmm. So like part of me really wants things to get back to normal. And then part of me is like, I don't know if this feels, you know, normal yet or too soon to yeah. try to like you know think that shows are going to start back up but uh it's it's just been sort of weird living in that flux between you know 
like a very intense life of traveling all over the place all the time. Mm -hmm. And then just like, not like being home a lot and not knowing, you know, what's, what's the, what the future holds for, you know, for live performance. Yeah, definitely. I can't imagine just being constantly like on the road and then just having to stay at home. Like what, what have you been doing to kind of like pass the time? Cause you're not traveling. Yeah, it's, it's been really nice in a lot of ways to sort of like get into more of a home life routine. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, I've been, you know, spending a lot of time with my girlfriend and my dog. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we had, uh, we got kayaks kind of early on in the quarantine. Aww. So we've like yeah. been like getting outside a whole lot. And um, there's a lot of really cool like lakes and rivers and stuff in, in Pennsylvania. So um, we've just kind of used that as an excuse to, get out in nature and explore a little bit more. And it's just like a really uh, calming and relaxing uh, sort of activity to do. So, um, so that and, and biking have both like, like been something we try to do a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I also uh, co-founded a, a, a coffee and donut shop in Philadelphia. So <gasps> oh, that's sort of like taking up a lot of, a lot of my, uh, my <laughs> yeah, time. That's and, sick. Um, thank you. Uh, it's, it's really fun, but we opened the shop like six months before the the pandemic. So we were like dealing with all the the challenges of just being a new business. And then Mm -hmm. also then had to figure out how to make that work within a pandemic. So we, we had to close down for a couple, uh, a couple of months and then we opened back up just for weekends, Mm -hmm. uh, and just kept it as as a very small crew and like, we're only allowing like walk-up window ordering and mm-hmm. um and now we're finally back to five days a week still with just walk-up ordering yeah um but it's yeah it's been really great it's it's a fun thing to do it's 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 always a learning uh learning Definitely. experience but yeah. uh it's uh you know it's a really fun and creative thing to be involved with outside of just uh you know doing things in the music world Definitely. It's awesome. Wow, it sounds like you're busy. (laughs) (laughs) Staying busy. (laughs) Trying to, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, So back to the album, is there any meaning behind the album name or cover art? Uh, Yeah, so the the album name, um, so there's obviously the the title track that sort of, you know, that that came first and then we sort of decided to make that the name of the whole album. historically speaking we've we've always done like really short album names like very short poignant Mm -hmm. like one or two word album names so it sort of felt strange at first but then once we like kind of sat with the idea more um we were like no this is you know it's like a sort of a strong defiant statement and Mm -hmm. it's sort of uh like the theme of the whole record is you know sort of similar and, and falls into that sort of framework of like being more in the moment, um, you know, uh, like not getting so worried about things that you don't have control over, but instead mm-hmm. taking accountability for what you do have uh, ownership over and using that to better yourself and, and move forward rather than, you know, spending so much time like worrying about things from the past that you really can't control mm-hmm. anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just sort of a statement about being more present and being more like living in the moment and looking forward instead of backward. Um, and yeah, just advancing yourself as a, as a person and continuing to grow and learn. Um, so that's sort of like the overarching, uh, like 
theme, I guess, of the record. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, we we just like we're sort of stuck on the on the name for a while, and then uh, you know we were like, well, what if we called it that? And uh, everyone was like, yeah, it's kind of long. It's kind of a <laughs> long thing for for a title. But yeah, the the more we sat with it, the more we were like, yeah, this this feels absolutely right for this record and brianna has done all of our uh, album artwork for like every release that we've done pretty much and um i don't know that there's like like a exact meaning of what the art means Mm -hmm. in the context of the record but it's sort of just something that like when you look at it you feel some sort of connection to it um even if you don't know exactly how to express that but it's sort of just like this timeless looking image uh with all these cool textures and cool colors that sort of Mm -hmm. like it's sort of mysterious looking and uh it just sort of pulls pulls you in um and i don't know like to me i don't know how to articulate it but it when i listen to the record and look at the cover art it like it makes sense in a way i can't properly articulate okay yeah i completely agree when i um saw the album name and the cover art i was like instantly like intrigued and when i listened to it hands down one of my favorite things we've had to listen to for the podcast um so can you tell me a little bit about your writing process for this album yeah uh so for the first time we um you know we had kind of the luxury of time and um this is the first record that we've written with colin and teddy involved in the process as well so you know usually the 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 seed of the song idea comes from like you know uh, me kind of just playing music on my own and, and, you know, trying to come up with lyrical ideas or, or melody ideas. Um, and also, you know, some of Brie writes songs as well. So, yeah. you know, her, her initial process is, you know, is maybe different, but for, for my process, um, yeah, I, I um, it happens differently from mm-hmm. song to song, you know, it's just kind of like chasing that inspiration when you get it. Um, but once I kind of get it to a point where I, uh, you know, am excited by the idea, I'll mm-hmm. do like kind of a more fleshed out demo of it. Mm-hmm. And in the past, you know, before Teddy and Colin were in the band, I would sort of do a full on demo and like mm-hmm. figure out what the bass is going to do, figure out what mm-hmm. the drums are going to do and kind of like think about it holistically. Um, this this time around, we've been, you know, touring first first like nonstop for so many years and like really getting getting to know each other on a personal level on a musical level really just like building up this uh you know this trust between us um so i was able to really bring those ideas to the rest of the band at a much earlier stage and Mm -hmm. make it a more collaborative thing so um in like january of 2019 we sort of put together this plan where like once a month for a couple days we would get together and go through all the demos and like work on songs and and build out the record. So for the first like five or six months of 2019, we would get together and just like jam through the songs and like re-demo them and keep like refining them until they got to a place where we were like, all right, this this is the best uh, version of the song. And then we got into the studio in uh, I think late July and we were there for five weeks six days a week, 10 hours a day. So it was very wow, Jesus intense. Christ. Um, Spent a lot awesome. of time on this. God damn. We did. Yeah. Um, it was crazy because we had a lot of time 
but we really wanted to not overthink it and just make it like feel like, I don't know, like just natural. We wanted to really emphasize the human element in the songs. We wanted to really capture the live mm-hmm. energy of when we perform at shows in, yeah. in this record. So um, that was our goal. Okay. Since you wanted to like capture the live aspect of it, did you guys record it like all at one go or did you record piece by piece? We sort of did a hybrid of the two um, techniques where we did pre-production all live in the same room and then used that to build kind of like a like the, the click track and the scratch tracks. Because um, in the last record, we sort of just set the tempo and I played a guitar and then I went in the room and played drums to the recording of the guitar. This time we, you know, we all played the songs together and then um, used that as the framework for building out the actual recording. So like mm-hmm. when Teddy went to do the, the drum track for the, for the actual take, he was playing along to the pre-production of all of us playing the song together. So it had this very live feel, but mm-hmm. we were able to get the isolation of recording just the drums at, mm-hmm. you know, at that time. So it was just like a more sophisticated way of like building out a better way to do scratch tracks. Um, and and still retaining that really like live in the room with everybody uh, sort of feel. Yeah. All right. That's so smart. I can't, I usually, if bands are like, oh, we wanted a live aspect, they're just like, we just kind of played all in a room and put that on the CD and it sounds good. But the fact that you guys just kind of still did it kind of piece by piece is so sick and it still came out sounding live. It still had that energy. Yeah, it was sort of a best of both worlds approach in, in that way. So it, it worked really well for us. I know some, you know, some bands work really well, kind of capturing just that full on live performance and then mm-hmm. doing some overdubs. Some bands work best, like totally just tracking piece by piece. But yeah. um, but for this record and what we wanted to make it sound like, that it was like the best way to kind of capture that. Definitely awesome. Uh, can you tell me where Headspace was while creating this album? Um, you know, it, it, a lot of, uh, we've been doing this band for, for a long time, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, and it always comes from a place of, we love traveling. We love making music. We love performing, yeah. you know? So um, it was kind of just like a, a self reflection of like, you know, where am I at in life? What, what do I want to accomplish? And um, there was also just like this really exciting new energy in the band from Colin and Teddy, you know, joining as full-time members after, mm-hmm. uh, after just being uh, like touring members for quite a few years. So mm-hmm. it was like, we got this like really great new energy and, yeah. uh, and it was really fun, like writing as a group instead mm-hmm. of like kind of writing sort of separately and um so so yeah there was like this sort of like fresh energy and excitement um so i was in a pretty pretty positive and and good headspace uh while making this record it's a better answer than we typically get yeah Yeah. i'm very happy to hear that you Um, usually get the the tortured soul uh yeah yeah. (laughs) i was in my worst spot ever and this is what we made Mm -hmm. um so what band or artist influence uh do you think you can hear the most on this track or on this album Mm -hmm. um you know uh, in a in a very basic sense one of the one of the albums that i referenced when i was talking to producer will yip about like 
capturing that sort of like live energy and um, and also hearing like that sort of human element in the performance, but also, you know, it's a high fidelity, great sounding recording, but you can still sort of pick apart like that energy is the, uh, the, the self-titled third eye blind record, oh. um, which is you know, one, one of my favorites definitely. And it's like just a really interesting, amazing record. And, uh, like every song is so good, but like, there's this really cool energy to it and i think that comes from um you know how kind of simple the the mix is and how everything really has a lot of space in the mix because there's not just like a ton of layers of things um so we sort of replicated that idea and it really um it really worked well for for our songs like we didn't do a ton of layering um like there's not a ton of vocal layers there's not a ton of guitars all over everything like Mm -hmm. everything really has its own space in the mix and and using less tracks actually makes it sound bigger which is sort of counterintuitive because you're like oh if i want this big wall of sound i'm going to do all these layers um but like kind of letting that human element still be there like you can still really listen and hear the performance in everything Mm -hmm. um because there's not a ton of layers like it's just you can pick apart oh here's that you know this guitar on the left side here's a guitar on the the right side you know this is what the bass is doing like um it really allows you to hear like each of our sort of musical personalities in in the performances yeah definitely yeah all right uh so this one should be super super fast off the top of your head i want you to describe this album for new listeners in three words no more no less that's shane's thing i took it that's cool um let's think uh fun melodic rock okay perfect that's perfect uh so in like a similar train of thought is there a certain feeling you want your listeners to have while going through the album um it's uh it's okay if you don't yeah i don't think i have a specific one but i think in the in the context of like our body of work like all of our all of our albums like you know there's sort of they the the themes in them have sort of grown as we've grown as people you know Mm. and i think this record compared to some previous ones um you know people tend to associate our music with like oh these are really sad songs Mm. um and a lot of them are and a lot of them are like our way of processing like the more difficult things that we've been through in life um but this this record maybe more so than some of the others has more of like a hopefulness to it I think, mm-hmm. and like more of a self-reflection and, um, you know, maybe a little bit more uh, optimism than some of the others. And uh, so, so maybe that could be a something of a takeaway from, from listening to it. Okay. Definitely. I like that a lot. Uh, so we know you just kind of released this album, but are you guys working on anything else, anything new? EP, another album, collection of songs, maybe a cover. I don't know what you guys are brewing up. I don't know what bands are doing now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We've, um, one thing that we've been working on, uh, well, we've recorded them already, but we we did a bunch of uh, like stripped down acoustic performances. Like after we did the the, um, record store digital in stores, we were Mm -hmm. like, this was really fun. Like, we're all together. Like, let's try to film a couple of these. Cause those weren't like 
posted anywhere. Like the only way you could watch them was uh, if you had pre-ordered the record through that particular uh, store. So, yeah. um, you know, while we were all together, we, we filmed performances of some of those songs. And so far we've released one of them and we're kind of like editing them all together to like continuously release more of those. Mm-hmm. Um, we haven't really been writing cause we haven't really been able to get together unless it's for something specifically related to the rollout of this record. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, uh, but one thing we did do was when we recorded this record, we, um, we actually had some like more songs than what we wanted to comprise the record. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's, there's some songs that we recorded in the same session that we opted to not put on the record, um, that we're going to release at some point down the line, um, that are really like, they're really good. And, um, we were just kind of, it was a difficult task when we were building out the the track listing for the record, because it wasn't like, where we like, oh, these songs aren't good enough for the record. It was just mm-hmm. like, which batch of songs creates the most, uh, like the most cohesive yeah. lis- listening experience. Mm-hmm. And so we arrived at this grouping of 11 songs for the, for the album. And mm-hmm. then we have a couple songs left over that we're going to uh, make as an EP. Uh, eventually we're, oh, we're working on the details for that too. So, uh, so we haven't really been writing new stuff, but we've been um, kind of reworking some of the stuff that we, that we do have. All right. Okay. Uh, so when you say eventually, are you talking about like this year, next year? Like we're, um, we're sort of planning to kind of coincide the release of those songs mm-hmm. when we're able to tour again. So okay, yeah. it's sort of just like, is something new that we'll have to, uh, you know, kind of celebrate mm-hmm. when we do play, like, cause we released this record without being able to tour. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're, we're probably gonna uh, put those songs out when you know when we are finally able to tour, so that there's something like something new and exciting, uh, yeah. you know, to coincide with that. Yeah. That makes sense. I get that. That's fair. Well, you guys might be sitting on those for a while. Who the hell knows no, anymore? No, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's gonna we'll be this see. year. We'll see. I fucking hope so. <laughs> Everybody's got to get back out there. Yeah, I think it's this year. Um, so where do you guys see the band in the next five years? Um, our, our band has, you know, we've never been the biggest band on the planet. We've always kind of been just like trying to, um, just do what feels natural for us. And, uh, we've been very lucky that there has been this, you know, very gradual, increase of you know more more listeners and more opportunities and you know there's after all these years you know we still feel like we're growing as a band um so we just want to continue that like continue to travel and play in new places that we haven't played and Mm -hmm. you know try to play bigger shows in the places that we have played before and um you know really just continue to do what we love to do um you know it's like kind of the the you know the mantra of this band is like what feels authentic what feels like us you know like we're not trying to be something that we're not we're just trying to um you know do what we love and you know see where it takes us kind of um so yeah hopefully we get to play in some new places and uh you know continue to play a lot of shows and travel a whole bunch all right definitely hope you guys get to do that soon thank you 
course. Uh, for the last couple questions, we're actually going to shift away from music, if that's okay with you. Sure. Six. We're going to go straight to death row. Boom. So, if you're on death row, what would your last meal be with a drink? Very big boom. Uh, that's a good one. There, there's um, there's a pizza place in Scranton called Maroni's mm-hmm. um, that is apparently for sale right now which is kind of a bummer Mm -hmm. uh because it's my my all-time favorite um so as long as they are still open Mm -hmm. when i'm on death row i'm probably ordering a a pizza from them okay um drink would just be a a coca-cola classic i think Mm -hmm. all right sounds good wait what type of pizza is that you just said a pizza so i don't know if we're talking like meat lovers veggie cheese they have a very great um pepperoni pizza okay so i would probably go with pepperoni they they have like a a a square style pizza um and and the cheese is sort of like a blend between mozzarella and american so it sort of Mm -hmm. gets a little bit burnt in areas in like a really good way yeah yeah, um and uh yeah it's 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 great it's my favorite um so that would definitely be my my uh you know final uh, final dish final meal. yeah yeah, right. yeah. I respect sounds it. good sounds good uh so if you could live in one fiction world for a week where would you live oh that's pretty good um i mean i, I right off the bat i thought of middle earth i guess mm-hmm. um I've, I've always wanted to go to new zealand um so that i mean that would be pretty awesome I agree. Is New Zealand like on your tour bucket list then? Absolutely. Yeah. We, we haven't gone yet. Um, and I, yeah, I would love to to play some shows there and get to kind of explore it a little bit. Yeah. There's just something Definitely. about like that part of the world that's super exciting. Like when we got to mm-hmm. interview bands yeah. from there, I was like, holy shit, we're interviewing bands what? from Australia and New Zealand. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's so cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I have the honor of asking the last question. Every single person we've spoken to has actually said it's the most important question. What is your favorite color? Ooh. Mm-hmm. Um, historically speaking, it's been green. Okay. But lately, I've really enjoyed the color purple. That's Ooh. a good color. Purple is a great color. Yeah. It yeah. It really is. I've. I. I think it's. I've underappreciated it for most of my life. Definitely. And uh, yeah, now I, I really like it as a color. Okay. But like what shade of purple are you vibing yeah. with the most right now? Uh, like a like a lavender, like a lighter yep. sort of like pastel purple, I guess. Mm-hmm. That's good. Correct answer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I'm playing. Um, I'm playing. <laughs> so as Gloria said, that's all the questions we have to say. Is there anything that you would like to plug? Um. You know, our new record, I Won't Care How You Remember Me, uh, came out in March. Um, uh, If you follow us on social media, we're going to be posting some alternate sort of acoustic performances of those songs uh, over the the next uh, probably couple like weeks or months. Um, I wish I had shows to plug, um, but, you know, stay tuned for that as well. I, Mm -hmm. I just... I hope everybody's, you know, staying safe and doing what they need to do for their own mental well-being. And, um, you know, I look forward to playing shows and traveling whenever we can. Hell yeah. Definitely. All right. Oh, well, thank you for now. This has been Ben from Tiger's Jaw and We're the Good Noise podcast. <laughs>